Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random. Hey, hey everyone, and welcome to Potty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail. All unnecessary and appropriate backlash. On one side of the table, we have Chump Slap. I ordered this cheeseburger, but instead they put a frozen slab of meat in a deep fat fart and served it to me in a tissue. And on the other side of the table is Dr. Scientist. You see, that bothers me. A genius whose fate is controlled by an idiot. And my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, every time I look into the toilet, it's purple. Purple and black! (laughs) Welcome to potty time. Uh, So we have one piece for the Papa Scotch clarification crevice. Ooh. And uh, it's just more ego stroking for Dr. Scientist because he was correct when we spoke about last week's game, Scarface. Mm-hmm. That it was trash. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> now, you mentioned you talked about the postcard killings, a movie that you watched, uh-huh. and you were correct that it was written by James Patterson, co authored by Lisa, Mark- Lisa Markland, and she was also one of the screenwriters. Mm. I don't remember him ever saying the word Lisa Markland. No, but he did say it was a James Patterson novel, and he co-authored uh, it. And I thought he said that sarcastically. <laughs> no, no, no. I was I started to go down a rabbit hole of does James Patterson actually write his own books? Because how the fuck does someone come out with like nine books a year? Mm-hmm. And then I thought better of it because I really do not care. Yeah, I assume it's just like Stephen King. Yeah, Carl Mellick the third. Who's Carl Mellick the third? Yeah, Google it. <laughs> this guy writes bizarro books, puts out like two or three a year. I guess if okay. it's your only job and you just bang out nonsense. Yeah. Sounds like it. And like fun. James Patterson, all the books are basically the same. You just yeah. got to change setting and the killer a little bit. Yeah. He probably has a randomizer. He just looks up. Yeah. Did you ever see that, uh, that Family Guy episode? I know I don't like to give too many props to Family Guy, but the one where it's like, it's like Stephen King trying to write his own book and he's just holding up. A, he's like, uh, it's like a uh, scary uh, uh, lamp. No, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> when can I have it? <laughs> it's pretty great. Good stuff. So let's then go into our favorite segment. What are you playing, watching, doing? We'll start with we always start with Dr. Scientist. What's up with you, buddy? Well, I watched the American Horror Stories. Oh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I don't know. Sounds disappointing. The first one, I was like, all right, this might be good. And then I watched the other ones, and I was like, all right, the first one was the best one. Did you watch the four, or did you watch the fifth episode, too? There's a fifth episode? I think it came out like maybe last week. I don't know. It was the. Did you see the one where they're in the movie theater and then the one where the influencer guys? Yeah. Bro House. Bro House. Yeah, Bro <laughs> House. That one was. You could have cut out the first half of that and just made Danny Trejo kill more people as Santa Claus. And Dude, it, it was so dumb. Like, their entire reason for going to the mall was to get back to their roots and their old content. Like, you could have started the episode right there. Yeah. Like, we didn't learn anything more about the bro characters in that first <laughs> half hour other than their assholes. We could have figured that out by the YouTube no homo. talking <laughs> and their presentation. Anyway. But there's a fifth one now? No, I haven't watched that one. I did not notice that one. I'll have to check it out, I guess. Yeah, if you whatever. think they deserve it after that fourth one. Mm. Do anything else? You want to play any games? Uh, yeah, well, I watched. I also watched the first three episodes of Dr. Death on uh, Peacock. Dr. Death? Yeah, it has Pacey and... Uh, Kevin, not Kevin Bacon. Dawson Slater. No, Pacey. Who's the other one? Joshua Jackson's play Pacey. Oh, that was JVB is a. I gotcha. 
but it's about a doctor who in Texas who uh, is a terrible surgeon and he like really maims his patients and stuff. On purpose? Uh, I don't know. I watched the first three episodes uh, and then they aren't free after that. Oh, fuck that. That's what I said. <laughs> so it's a pass. I was like into it too. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting because it's a true story. Hmm. I almost went to Wikipedia and looked up the true story to see what happened. Yeah, might as well. That's, uh, so it's based on a true yeah. story? So you're saying, is it like a docu-series, whatever? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, it's fictionalized. Like No, apparently it's shit, like, right? well, the actors aren't the real people. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's okay. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christian Slater isn't a doctor in Texas. There's a surgeon, but... We don't know that. Steven Seagal is a cop in Louisiana. We don't know what's going on anymore. Him and Alec Baldwin and uh, Psycho Pete. (laughs) But it was was pretty good and interesting. And now I got to either pay five bucks and watch it or just wait until it's free. Eh, Just wait. It'll be free eventually. Yeah, probably. I also watched... Netflix or Hulu or something. I also watched House of the Witch. (laughs) And uh, it's not as bad as Papa Scotch made it seem. Ah, uh, did you see the cranberry bog? Yeah. Is that what it was? I don't think so, but I, I, I assume <laughs> that's what he was talking about. It was kind of just like a hole in the ground. I mean, it wasn't great by any means, but it wasn't as bad as you... It was kind of like a a worse version... Well, the autopsy of Jane Doe was great, but this was like a, a rip-off of that, it seemed like to me. What? There's a live person at an autopsy? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it yet, huh? No, she's dead. Well, the Jane Doe one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. But, I mean, it was it was okay. It was entertaining to have, kind of have to pay attention to. Hmm. Okay. As per your recommendations, I also watched Werewolves Within. Yeah. What'd you think? It was okay. It's pretty good. It's good, right? Yeah. Good actors, at least. It was, yeah. It I mean, was it's funny. not fantastic. Yeah. It made me laugh at parts. It's not perfect, but I had fun with it. I'm not going to probably watch it again, but... Yeah. It's a good one to just put on in the background. Yeah. Especially if you've seen it before. Like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I also watched this old Ethan, uh, not Ethan, yeah, Ethan Hawk vehicle, Taking Lives. Oh, I just remember that, the one scene. Which one? I don't, oh, you know the one where the elevator opens? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we spoil? I guess we could spoil it. Yeah, I mean, it's like probably 07. a 10 year old movie by now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't it, if I remember correctly, and please let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, wasn't Angelina Jolie? Yes, was looking for a serial killer, and mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke was helping her. And it turns out it was always Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah, he like steals people's identities and oh, uh, okay, Sounds takes familiar. over their things. But it's, yeah, definitely it okay. seen it, but can't remember a goddamn thing. <laughs> it's all right, but that's how she realizes that he's the killer is because the elevator door opens and he's holding like a severed head or some well, something like that. But it's not some exactly wild that. stuff like that. Yeah, he's like a, I think he's a twin. Well, and his brother dies when he's young, and his mom blames him for it and stuff. Mm, okay, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, but we don't need to remind. There's me. probably it. There's a. There's at least one other movie that's kind of like it because I was like, I did I see this before? No, I didn't. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of like that. So no. it was uh, another one of those evil twin movies. Sort of. Gotcha. Classic. And uh, I only played a little bit this week. I, pl- I started this game called Layer of the Clockwork God. It's a it's a little long of a title. <laughs> it's an indie game, but you play as like two two friends who are trying to go on an adventure and be in a game, and one of them wants it to be a platforming game, and one of them wants it to be a point and click. That's kind of fun. Okay. So you switch between the characters doing a like one guy will do platforming stuff and he can double jump, but he can't pick anything up, and then the point and click guy won't like jump or move anywhere. <laughs> like he's got to like slowly walk places and that sounds interesting. Pick up things. 
Yeah, and there's it's kind of it's funny. It's uh, aware of itself. Sort of puzzler type. Yeah, well, the point and click guys puzzler, the platforming guys the platforming. Platform, yeah. yeah. So. But they argue through the whole game about which is better. Nice. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was. It's pretty fun so far. And then you you accidentally like the apocalypse starts and you find this computer who's trying to do it and you got to try and convince the computer not to destroy the world so he can makes all these things for you. Got through the first couple. It's pretty good. Alright. I'm enjoying it. And that's all I did. What about you, Papa Scotch? What did you play, watch, wang out? Wang I bet out. you played some zombies. <laughs> I bet you did I, too. I did, but only like two games. Oh, he's getting lower. All right. That's it's good. it's like Ambien. You got to work yourself off. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't just, just, <laughs> you can't just stop. It's probably why I'm so tired and shaking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You just quit zombies and it did it. Uh, I, I played a little bit of zombies, just two games, just for fun because I didn't have enough time to put in to, or I didn't have enough time in that session to do what I was playing, which I played a lot of Resident Evil Village. Uh, did you Ooh. restart it? I didn't restart it. I just kept going. I was like, fuck it. Like, because sure. I, I figured, you know, the first playthrough, I'm just going to play through it. I remembered what happened. So I was like, whatever, let's just, All right. I remembered the broad strokes, not like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to, to really describe it, but it's almost like a dungeon crawl type game where you have like four people that are like the leaders of each house and you have to go into their area and do their whole thing. And at the end you kill them. Mm. Yeah, interesting. And you move on to the next one. So last time when I was picking it up, I only did the first one. Which was the super tall vampire lady? Yeah, Lady Dimitriu. Dimitriu or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, they actually say it in the game, but that's like three quarters of the way through the game. So now I've killed three of those people, and I'm going after the fourth one. Yeah, it sounds like you're almost done. I, I, it can't be that long of a game because I saw there's a trophy for beating it in under three hours. Yeah, I, I heard it was really short. I'll probably numb it. Yeah. I don't because uh, a lot of these games, especially with two and three, which I previously had numb the, the re-releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had like bonus unlocks that you could spend money towards after you beat the game, uh, depending on how many like treasures or whatever you found, and oh, you could unlock yeah. like weapons or armor or space for the next playthrough to make it easier. Yeah, so when you're playing on the super difficult level, it's not that difficult because you have like unlimited submachine gun ammo or whatever. Okay, yeah, fair. So I'll probably numb it, and then you know season five comes out soon, so. <laughs> <laughs> So you know you got you got to hurry up and numb that, or else you're not gonna play. Yeah, I know, right? Jeez, what are you waiting for? Man, I got some I got some activities scheduled for evenings this week, so it's gonna be tough. Especially, thanks for leading me into this. Oh, thirty-seven boys, thirty-seven more Dips. goddamn episodes of thir- of Supernatural oh. to go. <laughs> That's like a season and a half. That's nice. Uh yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe I can see the finish line. It's over like a couple hills, but I can see it. <laughs> God damn. Damn, it's only almost 40 hours. So I know you'd ask, Dr. Scientist, yeah. but uh, right now, the Archangel Michael came in from the Apocalypse Dimension, Spoiler took over alert. Dean's body. Oh, it gets good for me. I remember these last two seasons pretty good because I just watched them like a year ago. Should I keep saying, because they're both fairly recent, I guess, now, right? Like, I'm in like 2018. Yeah, yeah. at least. So I, I'll probably stop spoiling it right after this episode. But then, <laughs> so Michael, the Archangel, came from the Apocalypse Universe, took over Dean. Dean did some shit, set up something we don't know what he did yet, and just left Dean's body. And now Dean and Sam and their mom and... Oh, so you haven't figured out what he did yet. 
No, like they're okay. they're leaning towards it something with monsters, but they didn't like they didn't reveal his big plan yet. Sweet. But I'm interested. It's like they it seems like this is tighter. Like it there were episodes Oh fuck, I don't even know. Like between seasons, I don't know, six and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> where there would be this uh, they they kept doing it like they they'd set up a really big huge event yeah and, and they, they'd be they like, like slow roll it right like where we're say they needed to like kevin disappeared or whatever or you know lucifer took kevin right mm-hmm. and then kevin they're like we got to find him kevin, kevin the, the prophet the prophet <laughs> was he a prophet or was he the what yeah was he, he was a prophet scribe? and oh god and then they'd be like we need to find him we're gonna start looking everywhere Oh, we just found a vampire den. Let's go spend an episode dicking around with this vampire den. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's like, they're not doing that anymore. It's all like streamlined. Bobby, alternate universe, Bobby's here. Yeah. So it's fucking moving forward. I also watched a bunch of YouTube videos, but, you know, we don't really count nah. those. And then I watched a movie, which... Uh, it... <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah, I like how it started. It was on net. Netflix. No, it's a new release. I think it's called Aftermath. I think I saw that on there. It's got. I don't remember if it was Netflix or if it just came out or what the deal. It was. It stars Ashley Green. Uh, who I she was in Twilight, but I don't remember why. I think she was a werewolf. She is. I don't know. Or a vampire. <laughs> who the hell? Well, it's one of those two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently, this did just come out, but it is. Ashley Green, it is uh, Sean Ashmore, which is weird because I just watched a Sean Ashmore movie like three weeks ago. Yeah, I always get confused because him and his brother look a lot alike, and they're in a lot of the same movies Who kind of thing. They do. He played. Uh, you'd know him if you saw him. I the freeze, freeze guy from X Men Two. Okay, but yeah, he's he's a. If you saw him, you'd know exactly where. He's. Remember, remember the uh, the movie Frozen where they're stuck on the ski lift. Yeah. He's one of those dudes. Okay. I but I saw Aftermath. It was like, it was not great. Like, it was supposed to, we thought it was like a spooky haunted house movie, and it wasn't. Mm. And I don't want to spoil it for everyone because it just came out, but, but it, it, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was one of those that's like based on a true story, and it was like the Titanic. Loosely, kind of, sort of, maybe kind of based on a true, you know, it was just not great. Yeah. Like, I got you. There was a murder, so they made this whole fucking story about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, there was a murder where uh, some teenage girl killed her friend, and then they made this fantastical story that had something to do with ghosts, and then they included two teenagers murdering each other, or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of bullshit. But it was not good. All right. And then I didn't get a chance to watch a bunch. Like, I had a bunch of stuff lined up to watch. It just didn't happen because of fucking Supernats and... <laughs> <laughs> Other stuff going on, but I think I'm like, I'm gonna put my head down and finish Supernatural. I'm gonna try and watch as many this this week as I possibly can. Sweet, I hope he finishes it. No way, am I? I I'm <laughs> you could traveling next weekend, so I I won't. So you can watch it on the plane. Oh fuck! Don't even. <laughs> you can hate yourself the whole time. No, like I said, plane rides are when I take chances. That's why I watched oh, The Last yeah, Dance, yeah. the whole Michael Jordan, because I never would have watched that. So I was like, playing movie? Sure. It's how I started watching the show Money Heist. Yeah, Have you guys seen that yeah. one? I didn't see it, but I know about it. Why would why would you call it Money Heist? Isn't any heist for money? You can have I think heist. it's a, that's if we're money. being honest, Dr. Scientist, it's a Spanish TV show, oh, so I think it was a translation thing. 
Okay. Like if they heard it in English as they heard it in Italian, they'd be like, you know what? Or Spanish, sorry. They'd be like, yeah, you know, maybe that's not the great best wording. We could do better, right? Yeah, it could be just a, the name of something. Like Spanish name for an actual heist. So they just use that, you know? Yeah. I mean? That's true. Also, I was really, really super proud of my girlfriend uh, because we were hanging out with your brother mm-hmm. and they bought a breathalyzer for funsies. Nice. Yeah, so my girlfriend got the high score yesterday. It's very impressive. Fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she didn't beat Not my high you. score. Yeah. <laughs> the cops have my high score. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's officially recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We can't go to Guinness and say she got this. There's no legal proof. Yeah. So, But she crushed it. I think it was twice over the legal limit, like .016. That's still a lot. I know, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's for pretty her. good. That's like borderline blackout-ish. I don't know. It's not even close to mine, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't even remember mine. I think it was point oh two eight or whatever. Something like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was gross. Awesome. <laughs> Definitely shouldn't have been driving. <laughs> don't drink and drive, kids. Yeah, just don't do it. Just do it. That's fine. It's alone. It's yeah. so much money. And classes you have to go to. Ugh. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I got. So what about you, Chump Slap? What are you playing, watching, doing? What's going on with you? Well, I'm glad you asked. I've been playing some more PGA 2K21. Ooh, how you doing? I'm not doing as good as last week. Remember I said I won every fucking match? <laughs> yeah, you were crushing it. What happened? I don't know. I didn't play it for a couple days. I turned it on. I'm fucking shanking them. They're going in the water. <laughs> Awesome. You gotta have I had a nine round. over round. What? <laughs> impossible. I was drunk. But <laughs> Were you playing better. like on casual? I don't know, man. It's, or whatever it is. Sometimes my swing's just off. I couldn't fucking time it right, and it was always yanking. Ugh, it was horrible. It's the yips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. chill dipper there. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty gross, but nah, it's still fun. I found it fun to just put it on, play some music in the background so you don't have to listen to these guys say the same shit over and over. I again. know. That's what you got to do. You got to like. I always hated about sports games. Mm. See, that's where I did. Well, yes, I do hate that about sports games. <laughs> but I love playing sports games like NHL because I don't need to listen to it and I can just watch something else on the other TV. Yeah, exactly. You can play any game and watch something else on the other TV if you try Not hard enough. T- yeah, I don't know. You can listen to something else. What about a How do you think I got through like 200 episodes of Supernatural? Mm-hmm. True. That's like half of them. So you at least watch half. <laughs> like two thirds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think there's 320. All right. That's fucking gross. Enough Supernatural. We can start a <laughs> podcast about it. Right. Supernatural stands, we'll call it. You guys are finally picking up on my hints. Stand We're going to do a Supernatural podcast. <laughs> Stan Supernatural. I like it. Soup Nats. Ah, I like it. Anyway, sounds like we like soup. Well, it kind of reminded me of the soup Nazis. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Anyway, (laughs) you guys remember I said Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It was a slapper of the week once. Uh, I remember. So you guys should fucking watch it. Well, it's on Amazon, so you have no excuse not to watch it. I'm pretty sure I can come up with one. Put it on the list. It's only six episodes, 20 minutes each. It's nothing. I got to fill all the time after all these Soup Nats episodes are done. I know, right? You want something that's silly. What was it called again? Dr. Marangi? Garth Marangi. M-A-R-Angi. 
Dark place. Okay. Garth Marenghi's dark place. Oh, my pen's not working. Is that a sign? Maybe. <laughs> Buy a cheap pen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sign you got to spend more on your pens is, is what it is. Is it like that one that was uh, – oh, I can't think of the stupid name that you had for that one. Boner Juice? No, it's oh, it's an okay. old BBC comedy show. It's a spoof on like 80s television shows. Like Miami Vice? No, it's like a in a hospital and they're doctors and it's just really okay. bad acting on purpose and stuff. It's good. Ch- check it out. It slaps hard. But I watched a couple movies too. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, like what? Any you guys ever see this one Big called book? Almost Human? No? God damn, that sounds familiar. Well, there's a show called that, isn't there? I think so. With a ghost and a werewolf and a vampire or whatever? <laughs> I don't know. But this is about a guy who gets abducted by aliens. Two years later, he comes back and he, he's like uh, making alien people. Because he looks like normal. Kind of like body snatchers shit. Mm. Okay. Where he kills someone, puts like an egg in them, and they just cocoon out. To Sexy. Be. Aliens, yeah. It's, it's sexy. Oh, it's mm. very sexy. <laughs> but it's pretty gory. He kills a lot of people. It's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I saw this movie called Sword of Trust. <laughs> Sword of Trust? Is it a like magic a, card. Is it a medieval fantasy film? No. Okay, It's great. about Mark Marin as a pawn shop owner, and these people come in, and they have this sword from their grandfather. Okay. And it's and like a painting with it and this documentation that supposedly proves that the South won the war. <laughs> <laughs> and they find these. All I got to do is go on Twitter. Yeah, you see these people on YouTube because <laughs> nice. they're trying to find a buyer for it. And this guy offers them like $50,000 for it. So then it's the what happens after that. <laughs> it's all is right. This, is a movie you said. Yeah. Is is it like is it good? I mean I mean it's okay. Is it insightful? How'd they get Mark Marin? What's the deal? I don't know. He plays a jaded pawn shop owner who used to be a drug addict. So Oh, oh I mean really out of his yeah, element there. It fits. It's all right. Give it give it a go. I think it's on I don't know, Netflix or Hulu or something. One of those One of those streaming platforms. Yeah. You'll you'll find it. You'll find it. I mean if you like Mark Marin. Is yeah. it new? Uh, shit. I did not write the year. So probably yeah. newer. Okay. Newish. Post-1990. Yeah. Yes, definitely. But I don't know. It's, yeah, give it a go. It's fun. It's a fun little romp. Not It's a little serious, not too. Mm. But speaking of serious, we're going to get into Slapper of the Week. Slap. Slap. Four by four. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna guess it's about a ex-construction worker who becomes a serial killer and murders people by bludgeoning them with a four by four. Maybe if it was two by four, but no. Uh, I'm gonna go with it's a haunted Lowe's. <laughs> and anybody, people come and buy stuff, and the stuff they buy is haunted and kills them. See, I, I picked this one just because I knew it would throw you <laughs> off by saying four by four. But it's uh, like Italian or 
Spanish or something. It's talking about an SUV. Mm, Should have thought of that. So there's an SUV owned by this doctor. Boner juice? It's just parked on the side of the road. Some guy breaks in, tries to steal the dash-mounted computer. And then when he tries to get out, it's locked. And he can't get out. The windows are bulletproof, shatterproof. It's all soundproof. You can't see in because the windows are like uh, polarized or whatever. So it's like a transformer? And he gets stuck in it. And he's stuck in it for a couple days. And the doctor's fucking with him. Calls him up on the phone in the car and shit. And he's like, it's hot in here. So he turns on the AC and tries to freeze him for a while. It's pretty... It's pretty wild, but it all just takes place in this fucking four by four. And huh. it's pretty neat. Didn't he have a phone? The guy? Yeah. He does, but I think it's dead. Mm. Or it's like a ferret in a cage. Where he, no, I guess it wouldn't be because the doctor calls. I don't I, remember what happens, why he can't get it, but he tries like breaking it. He tries to rip all the fucking doors off and shit. He just can't get out. It's pretty neat. And then the doctor shows up and shit pops off. It's pretty good. I'm very surprised neither of us went with a truck theme. We both went with wood. Yeah. It's just four by four just sounds weird. You don't automatically think truck anymore. Well, if you think if you say four wheel drive or something. It is uh from twenty nineteen. So it's pretty new. Yeah, what country is it from? It is from do do I wanna say Spain, but that's not I don't know if yeah, that's Yeah, it's correct, Spain or Italy. I couldn't figure it out. I don't I don't speak it's either of them. Italy. <laughs> Spittily? That sounds Sexy? like a slur. Sounds like a fucking Chef Boyardee in a can thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says uh, April 4th, 2019, country of origin is Argentina. Oh, yes. Damn it, I knew that because Argentina is one of those things that pop up in the beginning. Like film day Argentina shit. But yeah, give it a go. It's a fun one. It's a, got a good ending. Good time. There you go. Slapper of the week this week is 4x4. Bing. It's not about a serial killer that uses wood to murder people. Maybe next week. <laughs> Maybe. All right, yeah, who knows? That could be the next Slapper of the Week. But let's go ahead and move into our favorite segment of every week, which is Video Game News Slash Stuff. We got the news. Do, 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 do. All right, so. Yeah, that's it. I'm fucking, I don't know. so the first piece of news that came out is it was revealed that the dead space remake is slated for late 2022 so basically sometime in 2023 it's probably gonna come out yeah we won't see it for a while i think i honestly think the callisto protocol will come out before this one i hope so i'd rather play that one yeah me too i mean i'm still gonna play the dead space remake oh yeah I think I'd rather play Callisto Protocol right now. If you had to ask me, gun to my head. (laughs) Speaking of other game delays, Evil Dead, the game is delayed until February 2022. Oh, no. So it's not going to make the holiday season. I saw something about that, and I I only read like a little bit, but it said it was delayed to add a single-player campaign mode. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck was it before? Just multiplayer? I didn't see that news. I mean, maybe it was like a co-op thing. A co-op thing. Like yeah. you can only play it with other people. I don't know. Maybe I just made that up. But I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. It's very possible. My dreams both, have been both. very lucid lately, so who the hell knows? <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, and in other used-to-be-delays, and now we're actually happening, Deathloop went gold. So it is definitely coming September 14th. But do any of you guys have any interest in playing that game? Yeah, kind of. It seems like it'd be fun to play once, but I wouldn't want to pay full price for it. Yeah. Because I think once you figure it out, you can just beat it right away. No? Uh, I mean, lo- that sounds pretty logical, but... I don't know. Maybe they do something. They throw it in something else in there to make it more replayable, more fun. Me, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just speculating. I don't know either. I'd have to look into it a little more. Watch some people play it. Reviews are gonna have to blow me away if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna get me to put down Call of Duty Zombies. You know, <laughs> yeah, obviously, because those reviews are through the roof. Yeah. <laughs> also, they did say in Call of Duty Zombies news that uh, the new Call of Duty game that's going to be coming out, World War II Vanguard, is also going to have a zombies mode. Yeah, it'd be dumb not to at this point. But yeah. no one knows if like they're going to just continue the uh, Cold War versions or if they're just going to wipe everything and start fresh again. Seems like they just they should wipe everything and start over again, but who the hell knows? No idea. Anyway, so then uh, we have another piece of news here. Do you remember when I told you that the highest selling video game ever went down? Oh my God, a new, new another one? A new one just beat it. An anonymous buyer paid for a com- never opened copy of the original Super Mario Brothers. I think and knew it. Somebody didn't like that it was fucking yeah, Zelda, so yeah. they're like, no. I'll I'm pay gonna sell anonymously. This. I don't want anyone to know how stupid I am, but you sold me that game and I'll give it back to you. You just give it to me. Just, <laughs> yeah. We'll just say it was the highest. Yeah. Well, so this is unlike the last company, uh, Heritage, that was selling games by auction. There was another service, another way you can go. It's called Rally. And basically what it is is that a bunch of different people basically pool other money as investors. They buy a game at auction or they buy a game through other means. And then they decide if they want to auction it off later or if they want to find a buyer that, you know, yeah, satisfies all of them, off of it. their investment, then they'll do it. But it sold for $2 million. It was completely unopened. And that's all there's like everyone's still kind of confused about why this went for so much because last July, a copy of Super Mario Brothers, which was opened but in perfect condition with the case and everything, went for a hundred and fourteen thousand. Uh well. I'm telling you, it's just because a Mario fan hated that Zelda was at the top. Yeah. Mario stands are the most annoying people in the world. <laughs> yeah, they are. Always jumping on your head and shit. Ooh, we said it. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll say the most annoying video game people in the world. Fair. Unlike those uh, Sly Cooper fans yeah. who are probably the coolest. Definitely. Agreed. And we got to watch what we say now because Trump's president again by the time this is out. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. You guys see that coming? <laughs> Where we go one, we go all, bro. <laughs> no, I do not believe in QAnon. I'm editing that out. Fuck that. <laughs> I think you should leave it in. Maybe I, I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. If I have enough beers while I'm editing, maybe I'll let it slide. <laughs> I think if I think everybody will know it's just for fun because we laugh at you. That's true. Edit oh, that but fuck it. <laughs> we'll leave it. Fuck it. Uh, so another uh, interesting piece of news that came out that I think, Dr. Scientist, you might be interested in. Oh, yeah? Is that Jason Schreier, previously of Kotaku, now of Bloomberg. He's all right. He wrote that there is going to be a new... 3D game set in the world of South Park. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because didn't South Park just get bought by Paramount or something? 
Well, they had a independent company come in that appraised their library at a billion dollars. So a investment group called HPS Investment Partners gave them $600 million cash money to just start doing other stuff. So they're going to start a bunch of other creative projects. They're going to do documentaries. One of the other things they released was the South Park game. And they're going to start a weed company, which if it's not called Tegrity Farms, what the fuck are these guys even doing? True. But yeah, so they so basically the people that are doing great made a lot of money off their product, just got a lot of more money to make stuff. That's fair. Good for them. I hope it's like Skyrim. What do you mean? <laughs> like the South Park game. 3D South Park game. Oh, okay. I, li- I didn't listen to a single word he said after that. And I was yeah, just, I was like, what? I was kind of thinking about what's it. What's like Skyrim? <laughs> okay. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, and I only have one rumor from an Boo. industry <laughs> insider who spoke to an outlet called Pop Topic. Anonymously. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. So you know it's real is that supposedly Sony will be announcing new Metal Gear and Silent Hill games very soon. Ew. On Metal Gear. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't care about either. You guys know but... how much we hate stealth games. So. Yeah, I remember the last Metal Gear game I played was 4, and you had the option. You could either go in guns blazing and make your character like a shooter dude, or you could do the stealth thing. Guess which one I picked? Stealth. No, I started doing the stealth thing. I'm like, this will be easier. And then uh, I just, the fucking cutscenes in that game. I'll bitch about that for like the next half hour. <laughs> I just, I vividly remember playing the game. It was like 1030. I was trying to get to sleep because I had work at like six the next day. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, after this cutscene, like I'll just save it and I like, go to bed. And this cutscene was 42 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. fucking pieces of shit because you're you're sitting there like waiting for it to end and it kept like having story beats and like a section would end you're like okay fucking finally it's done then they jump into another because i'm like what is happening <laughs> christ but yeah that's all i got for video game news slash stuff oh. so how about the game let's get into it fucking a about time this is what we all came for i don't think any, uh, nobody listens to this part <laughs> yeah <laughs> This is the game where we ask the question, can an animated dog really make me cry? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it can. The game is Valiant Hearts, The Great War. It was released June 25th, 2014 for PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. It was developed by Ubisoft Montpellier and published by Ubisoft. It is a side-scrolling puzzler adventure game written by Matt Enton, Ed Kunal, and Gerard Barrand. June 25th, 2014, the number one song in the nation was... Baby Shark. <laughs> you always guess that. It was <laughs> Fancy by Iggy Azalea featuring Charlie XCX. Honestly, would have never gotten that. How's that one go, Scientist. I don't remember the name of it anymore. Fancy. Oh, yeah. I'm fancy. You're fancy. We're fancy. That, oh. That's just the intro. Oh, man. It killed. It did. Slapped. The number one movie was 22 Jump Street. <laughs> really? Oh. That was seven years ago? Wow. Yeah. Seems like so much longer. The average median rent in the United States was $877. And I know since you'd ask. Currently, it is $1,105. That seems low, but maybe it's just because of where we live. 
don't know. Could be. I'd imagine it's even more where you live, Papa Scotch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fucking gross. So, <laughs> this week, Dr. Scientist, you picked it. So, how about you give us a little lead-in? Tell us what this game is all about. Well, it's about World War One, so that's the whole lead-in. Oh, this was a real war? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was also known as the Great War, which is uh... where the... At the time... And they, they called it the Great War at the time. They didn't say, oh, this is World War One. Yeah. The sequel's coming in like 30 years. Yeah. As far as wars go, this one's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best. I think great has pretty a different great. connotation now than it did then. <laughs> that's a good point. But anyway, Christ. that's basically the backstory. If you want to know that, go watch the... Well, don't watch the History Channel because they don't do history anymore. Unless you want to see aliens. Or Hitler. Yeah. Which both had nothing to do with this war. Yeah. <laughs> they were both World War II. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's set in France, which, if you know, was in part of World War I. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the war in this one. Yeah, they do a lot of battles and stuff. But anyway, there's a family in France. It's uh, a wife and husband, Marie and Carl, and their little baby, Victor, and the grandfather, well, Victor's grandfather, Emile, which is Marie's father. Mm-hmm. And the game starts with uh, Carl is a German citizen who lives in France. So when the war starts, he kind of gets excommunicated out. Boom. Not excommunicated, yep. but he's forced to leave. Expelled. Because Whatever. he's a German citizen. And then he gets... Deported? Then, yeah, I guess deported, is it? And just thrown into the war too, right? Yeah, well... Both him and Emil get conscripted into opposite sides of this war. Boom. I don't know how they did it then, especially in Europe. I don't know if there was a draft or they just took people and said, hey, you're fighting. I think they just took people because they had to. They didn't have time to fucking just pick numbers. Yeah. I don't think they even had a system for population documentation in 19... Not in every country. Yeah, true. They just knock on your door. Hey, you're from France. Get out there. Hey, you look like you look like you could shoot a fucking gun. Get out there. That's basically the way it looks because Emil yeah. goes, ends up going through training and then ends up on the front lines of the the war mm-hmm. around the border of France and Germany. I did write down that uh, in the in the story that we were told, uh, it was three weeks. Yeah, from him leaving the farm to being in battle. Yeah, three. Do you imagine going through three weeks of training and then, especially my fat ass now, they wouldn't. Let oh yeah. In. <laughs> probably not. My sleep apnea would probably keep everybody awake. Yeah. You have to be able to run a mile or something. I wonder if they let... Like, you can't... I couldn't be like a recon guy, because if the bad guys hear me snoring, it kind of throws off the whole thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, it's bad news bears. You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> ah, I'd just be a scientist anyway. There hey, you go. hey, U.S. government, I have no ethics. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called a psychopath by more than one person. <laughs> Can you make a big bomb? Well, I can sure as hell try. You're in. <laughs> anyway, so Emil ends up going to the front lines after his three weeks of hardcore training. And uh, in his first battle, he kind of just ends up getting wounded and then captured as a POW, which is not a good way for your first oh, battle to go to. That sounds like shit. Yeah. Then it quick cuts to this other character, Freddy. 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 American <laughs> as hell. Yeah, he's, he's 100% American. And he's volunteering for the French army because he has his own little backstory we'll get into later. Because they punished those who destroyed his life is what he says here. Yeah. Could you do that? Was that a thing? If you were like... I don't know. They have a French foreign legion. Yeah. That's true. Why not? 
It, so, can, well, put yourself in that mindset. Like, you're at home, you're chilling. Uh, well, I won't go too deep into Freddy's mindset. But basically, at some point, you have to say, you know what? There's a war going on. I want in. Yeah. I'm going to go fight for this uh, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe now there's, like, international laws against something like that. But Not back then. Yeah. You could just yeah, be like, I'm right. on a boat. I'm going to France. Hey, I'm American. Can I be on your side? Sure. sure come on over. Like, yeah, we need bodies. Get in here. Yeah, exactly. And as we all know from our history, America is not in this war yet. No, so sir. He can't be fighting in the American. I think, it, I mean, it's a World War II quote, but one of my favorite quotes, I'm pretty sure it was Winston Churchill who said, uh, America always does the right thing when it's completely out of other options. <laughs> nice. I don't think that's true anymore. Yeah, it always does the wrong thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what option. It's just, I mean, we have Trump as our president yet. for the second time. Ugh. I know, right? The next last week was nuts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it just goes through a little f- Freddy gameplay. But anyway, then you cut back to uh, Carl and he wakes up at this camp and he's kind of like forced to be a cook as the prisoner, which isn't a bad way to end up in pris- as a prisoner of war, I guess. I'm doing it right now and I'm not a fucking <laughs> prisoner of war. What the fuck? Well, you think you're not a prisoner. Oh, I know. Not of war. <laughs> that kind of... Confuse me because why would you have a prisoner of war making your food? I mean, you know? what's he gonna do? Overcook it? Yeah, they're not letting him have poison them, poison murder them. Well, where's he gonna get the poison? He's tied poison up. Poison school. I don't know. <laughs> We're fucking. He could spit in it. Oh my god, these potatoes are undercooked, dude. A hundred years ago, they were selling opium at the drugstore. I don't know. I figure poison's got to be around. I don't think it. they let him go buy the food himself. Pretty sure make. he has chains on his legs yeah. the whole time. Fine, you guys win. You got me. Great. Good job. <laughs> well, I guess hope they you're can, happy. What? They can have him fucking farming? A, they're at war. They need someone there to make food. It's better than having him I mean, he be could, a doctor. I mean, in theory, he could poison him, but I don't see how he would get the poison. Yeah. They probably make him eat the food before they serve it anyway. That's what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but it ends up this camp is also where his son in law, Carl, is working. Oh my! Well, working God. in quotes, and he kind of sneaks in to talk to Emil about Emil's daughter and how he misses her and blah blah blah. And then uh, the camp gets bombed by the Allies. Uh, to take out because the Germans just took over the camp. Oh no, Emil's a POW. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then he kind of gets bombed and like the whole thing he's gonna, and then. Uh, Kind of like blacks out for a little bit, and then the, we meet the best character in the whole game, the puppy. Yep. Who uh, doesn't have a name? I th- his name is Walt, but I don't know if they ever say it in the game. Oh, I, yeah, saw, I, saw I saw it, it in, in the, the wiki, but no. the, he digs a, a meal out and pulls him out of the rubble. Oh, fucking great dog! Yeah, it's a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Emil goes to look for Carl because he knows he's in somewhere. Well, doesn't Freddy join him here? Well, Freddy's in this battle as they're bombing it, I guess. Yeah, and then Freddy has to help rescue the dog. Cause, Cause yeah, because the dog gets stuck in barbed wire, and Freddy cuts him out. Oh. And then they meet Emil, and they're all best friends forever for the rest of their life. Yep, sure. And then they kind of like set off on this adventure to uh, find Dr. I can't remember his name. Von Dorf. Baron Von Dorf. Baron Von Dorf. Yeah. I got to give him a Baron name because it sounds more evil. It sounds more German. Yeah. To yeah, get back Shima? at him because... <laughs> yeah. 
they each have reasons, I guess, to go after him. And yeah, he's just a dick. Emile's looking for Carl, and Freddy wants to get his revenge. And they go through some more battles, and there's they show the introduction of gas warfare, which was, Ooh. I'm sure, a lot of fun for everybody <laughs> yeah. involved. <laughs> that must have sucked. That was pretty brutal. It was it was not good. They end up having to run away from the gas where we meet our third playable character, fourth playable character, if you count the dog, which we all do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of, course. of course. Where they're, she say, they're saved by a woman named Anna who's driving a car. Anna the Belgian. Yep. Who's on a mission herself to find Von Dorf because she's looking for her father. And her father was kidnapped by him. And her father is a scientist. Yep. What, what? Hey, you know... We see a lot of games where a lot of random scientists just get mowed down. Yeah. No, this one, he be, he's a major part. Yeah, absolutely. So the four of them go on their journey to try and capture Von Dorf. And on their way there, they get bombed and Freddy gets hurt. Uh. And then they go through this little thing where Freddy gets hurt. But anyway, you eventually catch up to the Baron in Reims. I don't know how to say French town names. I, yeah, think, that's I think they said it as Reims, but it's spelled wildly different. <laughs> Yeah, I. You're right. I don't know how you pronounce the letters in French. It's nuts. Right. But you go through that, and you eventually have a Baron fight, and you beat him, and he escapes. Ah, oh, but a Zeppelin looks like it's going down. Yeah. Oh, the Zeppelin's on fire. Oh no! And that's where Carl and Anna's dad are, plus the Baron. Mm-hmm. This definitely reminded me of like the old school Nintendo side scrollers, like Contra, where the the bad guy, the evil villain, the boss fight, whatever it is, is like. Three quarters the size of the goddamn screen. Yeah, yeah. Like Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And then he just escapes. Yep. Yeah. There he goes. And then it kinds the cut to black, and we start chapter two. Oh yeah, this is. I wrote down that this is where the title card was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, goddamn, that's a long way into this game before we put the title card up. So with chapter two starts with a flashback of Anna, mm-hmm. and it tells her story of a. Uh, she was a veterinarian, and she did. She veterinarian, mm-hmm. and she was driving soldiers to the front line. And she becomes like a a field medic, which is probably the worst job in the world. I, I've seen Mash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems hilarious, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, while she's doing that, she hears of Baron von Dorf attacking Yeep, mm-hmm. which is also a name I'm not sure I'm pronouncing right, but. Probably not. <laughs> and when she gets there, she finds out her father had been kidnapped by Don Von Dorf and forced to do science. Is that really a negative thing for a scientist? Forced to do science? Yeah. Well, there's like, it's kind of like light magic and dark magic. There's good science and dangerous science. He's doing the dangerous I don't like how you compared it to magic. <laughs> it's like the force, okay? <laughs> I don't like that even more. I mean, they're both very, very theoretical. Yeah. Well, science is magic. If I watch enough YouTube videos, it's just as good as any science. <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, that's true. That's what our society has taught us. That's right. Your ignorance is good as my knowledge. We're doomed. Anyway, <laughs> then it flashes back to the present day, and uh, the Baron Zeppelin crashes, oh. and Anna Anna's like there, and she eventually... She's like, no, they're all dead. She saves Carl and drags him out of the thing because I guess the Baron just left him there. Yeah, doesn't the Baron and the scientist like, get on a plane? Yeah, they get on a biplane and leave the Zeppelin. Yeah. Very evil. Yeah, that's pretty nice. But yeah, they, Carl tells her that her father's gone and he's been taken to do more science. 
and he's a seriously wounded, and he becomes a POW of the good side, right? Yes, for Papa Scotch is the bad side. Yes. Wait, I'm on the bad side? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they aren't Nazis yet, so I don't know if Papa Scotch is on their side yet. Uh, he just likes Germany. Oh, okay. They're just the Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or what did they call them in World War One? Not Jerry's. That was World War Two. I don't know. I don't know the slurs they yeah. used in World War One. You don't know the ant? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice way to I'm put it. I'm looking it up. All right. But anyway, yes, Carl is now a POW for the ally side. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they tell you a quick little story that Emil was tried for desertion because he was caught as a POW, but then he was pardoned and sent back to the front to fight. Yeah, because of his bravery or something yeah i don't get how he's tried for desertion. i guess maybe because when he got out he didn't go back to where he was supposed to be he kind of just oh he escaped the pow camp yeah and, just and then just went off. on his own fair but then he helped people so. yeah yeah all right so apparently the pejorative terms uh were <laughs> in world war one were the huns okay and fritz fritz hmm so, hey, you're going to have to black that out. on We can't have this down here saying that word. <laughs> it's the name of the episode. I know I know a lot of World War One vets listen to this episode, and I personally apologize. That's all right. They're for Dr. Scientist. Man, if we have one World War One vet, I don't even know if there are any still alive. I can't imagine there are. It's yeah. <laughs> they'd, they'd be wait, 120 it, years old at least. It ended 103 years ago, so... Yeah, plus... If they 15, were 15 16. when they went in, I guess they could be alive. Well, if you're from uh, World War One veteran and you listen to us... Write us an email. Yeah, we'll send you a Big League Chew. I'll fucking read it. <laughs> <laughs> send an email or snail mail. I don't know if, I don't yeah. know if you understand. So the last living veteran of World War One was Florence Green, a British citizen who served in the Allied Armed Forces and died February 4th, 2012, aged 110. Jeez. 2012? Oh, well. Yeah. If you're pretending to be a world... <laughs> yeah, if you're sto- stealing valor. <laughs> Stolen valor! Send us a letter. Yeah, yeah. if you're stealing valor from World War I, <laughs> please send us an email. I want to know what your life is like. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. All right. Anyway, so Emil's sent back to the front. And then it goes to this little thing where he gets a letter from Marie, his daughter, and it Ooh. says how tough it is where they live at San Miguel. Oh. And that uh, she sends a picture of her grandson, and it, it warms Emil's heart. Oh, he's it warms my heart too. Yeah. Oh, he's walking now. We missed that. Look at him. He's walking over there. <laughs> and I honestly don't remember exactly what happens in the video now, but I just put "war never changes" uh, for ten months. <laughs> yeah. Because they kind of skip ahead for a little. Yeah, because it's winter. Yeah, they're like at a trench. Well, maybe not trench war. Yeah. And then I guess yeah. Emil and Frank, Freddie, are. Yeah. Decorated for bravery. Yeah, I, I put Medal of Bravery at Verdun, which is where yeah. they fought the Kaiser. Well, Baron. Which was a real and awful battle. Yes, all yeah, of these are real and awful battles that they talk about. Yeah. Are they? I didn't know if they all were like. I think they all are, yeah. Yeah, in the wiki, they said the whole crew had went over and checked all these battle sites and yeah. made sure it was as true to life as possible. Man, that was such a brutal fucking war. Well, I'm sure all wars are. Yeah, I'm sure none of them are great. No one's like, that <laughs> was Maurice, this, this right? was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, well, they call this one the great one, so I guess this was great. Yeah, it was great. Anyway. Anyway, so uh, they're sitting there in the cold, and 
Freddie and uh, Emile's regiment are sent to find, try and take Fort Dumont. Dumont. I, I, French is probably the worst language I have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, they storm the fort and stuff, and they end up fighting the Baron again. But the Baron escapes, but they do save Anna's dad. Oh, uh, yes. Nice. This is where the fort blows up, but the mission still failed somehow. Yeah. Well. Because they didn't, they didn't take, take the fort. The fort yeah. But yes, it blows up, and then it cuts to chapter three. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and it starts with Emil writing a letter to his daughter, where he mm-hmm. talks about Freddy being killed, because at the end of chapter two, him and... It blows up, and you don't know where Freddy is. Ah, uh, yes. He's like, ah, my and best like, friend died. And he's like, hey, don't worry. Your husband's okay. He's a prisoner of war. But So, how old do you think Emil is? I don't know. How old do you 40-ish? think Carl is? Yeah. I assume Carl... Carl might about be in 23, his, yeah. 27, maybe. We'll say Carl's in his 20s, and Emil's in his 40s, early 50s. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I kind of pegged him as, like, 45-ish. Yeah. I, I think Freddy's about... Emil's age too, but I don't know if that matters. I don't know. I think Freddie was a little younger. I'd say about thirty. Let's He's go with twenty, thirty, forty. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Nailed it. Then Carl finds out that his son is ill. Oh no. And he's like, I gotta escape. I can't be a prisoner anymore. Mm-hmm. And he kind of just tries to escape out of his POW camp and then he gets so, caught. And and I'm very curious about this. I, I I mean I honestly out of I don't know too terribly much about World War One at all, but what, I mean, I know, you know, desertions, they always happen, but like, what was the plan to just go back home? I guess. And yeah. be with your family and be like, maybe they'll forget that I just fucking left. I don't yeah, just hide. I mean, it kind of sucks for anybody conscripted into a war. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, if there's one thing the army 100 years ago was good at, it was writing shit down. <laughs> and, and like they wrote down who was fighting and who wasn't. And if they find a person later, they'll be like, "What the fuck were you doing here?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I, he just wants to make sure his kid's okay. He wants to be with him. I mean, I get it. I'm just curious as if this was like, was this a thing people did, and did they just go home and say, "I'm done, kinda with this war thing"? I'm sure people and tried. then live I'm their sure lives. People tried, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they're probably people who snuck out and pretended to be other people. But anyway, yeah, exactly. Oh, for sure. Oh, you you know that happens in every war. <laughs> yeah. Then it cuts to a flashback of Freddy's backstory, oh, which well. is he just apparently went to Paris, met the woman of his dreams and got married. And then she blew up in the war. Yeah. Literally right after they get yeah. married. And I think, think they're still walking out of the church. When yep. it gets bombed. Yeah, she's wearing the dress and everything. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, nuts. And then it flashes back to present day and good old Puppers is digging out Freddy. And oh, Freddy's him. not dead. No, oh, Puppers is alive too. Uncle Freddy's dead. <laughs> so Freddie and Anna's dad steal the tank from Fort Dumont that the Baron was having and then kind of just breaks out goes back to the front lines and gets back to his side mm-hmm. then it cuts to uh, Freddie and Emil kind of like reunite for a little bit and then they get sent to different places and Freddie goes to Somme and Emil goes to some trench warfare which sounds terrible yeah yeah dude probably that stank was- <laughs> yeah, and they didn't like have time to do what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh I I, for, I it's escaping me right now, but to German like make water not sit in the trench. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Drainage. Irrigate. They really know much about drainage, irrigate. They didn't know how to get so it was just mud and cold and explosions. I remember in college I had to take a class and 
one of the things we talked about during World War One was about trench foot, and it just sounded uh, disgusting. Yeah, we foot just rots. Yeah, well, Ugh. it's in the boot because it's all water and it's just because it's just wet. Off. Yeah, all day, every day. Yeah, that's nasty. Let's not talk about that. Uh, yeah, don't Google that. Do not <laughs> for, for your own good. Don't. And then, then the kind of odd part where Emil bombs a bunch of the enemy from underneath. They kind of like sap it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's not too thrilled because he thinks it's a cowardly way to kill people. Yeah, he actually refuses a medal of honor. Yeah, wow. Doesn't he help a German here? Yeah, he saves a German, and then the German gets killed when they blow him up. Yeah, it's fucked up because the German is like that. Because some of these people are just good people, and they're all kind of they're just forced to shitty fight. situations. Yeah. What are they supposed to do? Then it cuts to Freddie, and Freddie is bringing Anna's dad, and Anna and her dad reunite. Aww. Good for them. And Anna says, "I have terrible news." What? Carl was killed while trying to escape the camp. And she shows Carl's dag- dog tags. No. <gasps> no, not Carl. Yeah. Not Carl. I just wrote after this a meal sads. At least it wasn't Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, now, now they believe Carl is dead. And then it flashes back to five days earlier when it finishes the story of Carl escaping the POW camp. Oh, shit. What does he do? He steals outfits and... I remember playing the game and his whole shtick is like changing outfits and pretending to be other people. Oh, he's a spy. Which is very much like the movie I discussed earlier, Talking yeah. Lives. Interesting. So then there's some more uh, stuff with that. Carl eventually escapes and starts heading home and they think he's dead because he steals a dead person's dog tags. Mm-hmm. Right, well, checks out. Which I don't understand. If you want people to think you're dead, why not just switch the dog tags and then not wear dog tags? Eh, it's kind of a way to prove that you're not who you are. I guess. Like stealing an ID without a picture on it. Yeah, all right. Right? Yeah, I mean, they didn't have pictures of, of people. Yeah. Like, photography existed, but that that wasn't like for every soldier to get their goddamn picture taken. There was no time for that. Yeah, it was, no, it was basically just going to Walmart and developing your... <laughs> the dark days, as yes. we call it. Yeah. Oof. Do you want three and a half, or do you want four and a half? Do you want eight by ten for above the mantle? <laughs> <laughs> Those are your three fucking choices. Good yeah. Stuff. And most people don't even know what you're talking about anymore. Which is very, I don't know if it's sad for me or for them. Do they still do fucking school photography? Like yeah. school pictures that you get? Oh, yeah. I think they're digital, though. You get so pocket size. You get. You still have to, like. You have to buy the digital. Yeah. And then print it up yourself. Well, you, I think they buy the printed versions and then they print them for you. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Then it cuts to the Battle of Somme, and good old Freddy's driving tanks. Ah, motherfucker. And you go through this whole thing, and you end up fighting the Baron in his tank. Fuck yeah. Kick his ass. And then it's basically Freddy versus Von Dorf, and they end up in a fist fight on top of the tanks. It was great. Which is pretty epic. Dope. And Freddy wins. So fuck yeah, he did. Kicks Von Dorf's ass, and then, then there's a little side story of Von Dorf was demoted and sent back to the <laughs> so his life was ruined good fuck him <laughs> really seriously Seriously. Yeah. he can go fuck himself then it cut back to Emil and Anna talking and Anna asks Emil asks Anna if she could go tell Marie his daughter that her husband is dead mm-hmm. and Anna's like for you Emil I'll do that she's like I got a fucking car yeah let's go yeah so she leaves and starts heading towards San Mihal, where she runs into Carl. Get the fuck out. What? And they're like, hey, let's go to San Mihal. I want to meet my 
wife and kid. And so they eventually just make it there. Yep. Cut to chapter four. Boom, boom, boom. Last chapter. Yep, the last chapter. Anna and Carl outside Sammy Hell, and it's occupied by the German forces. Of course. So they kind of just have to... They eventually get in. The, like the French attack and they break in and stuff and yeah aren't they captured at first yeah they're captured and then the French assault and they're then captured. They yeah yeah they've captured the French come blah 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 then it cuts to uh, Freddy at another battle where the Canadians are there and they come in and win everything and you're like, yeah and they're like hey I hear America wants in this war they want a piece of the action no now that it's almost over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure of Canadian history, but they may have still been part of the British Empire at this time. So they had to fight. Or maybe more of a part. Yeah, yeah. But... I know what you're saying. Well, that's a great question. Because, you know, the French-Canadian side maybe, but not the other side, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't Canadians, know. hit us up about your history. Yeah, We'd love to learn. When did Canada finally throw off? Well, I mean, they still have the Queen. So who knows? Exactly. So anyway, Carl eventually, uh, then it cuts back to Carl and Anna. And Carl is still at the ruins of Sammy Hell, but he finally makes it to his old farm, Emile's farm, where his wife and daughter live, or his wife and son. Yep. And uh, he eventually goes through this whole thing, and he finds them, and he drags them out of the gas, and then he kind of gets overtaken by the gas himself because he gives his gas mask to his kid and his wife. Yep, tries a sack move. Tries a sack move and passes out. So... Reading this, uh, apparently in 1867, with the union of three British North American colonies through Confederation, Canada was formed as a federal dominion of four provinces that reported to the UK. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, when did Canada become a free country? And this date is July 1st, 1867. That's when the British North America Act happened as a self-governing entity within the British Empire. And then I said, but for real, when was British a free country? Apparently it was 1982. They were no longer part of the British Empire. Yeah, I knew it was. I thought it was pretty soon, but yeah. I wasn't. That's nuts. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They just voted on it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they didn't have the flag they have now until 1982. Makes sense. Yeah, fascinating. Well, they show it in this. No, they show it. It's kind of different. So. It's slightly different. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So then it cuts to a meal on the front lines of the Novell Offensive, which, if you know your history, is a terrible trench warfare thing where... Of course I do. Just battles of attrition back and forth. Ugh. Like, this is the place where we'll bring it into a war. Yay. They just run into that bullet yeah. fire. And uh, the guy in charge of the leader just keeps sending soldiers to try and cross, which is what they did at this time, and just to get mowed down by machine guns. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote, this is like Brannigan's War. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was a weird time. Because this, the way they fought World War One was completely different than the way they fought the Civil War, and that was only 40 years before. Yeah. And completely different than World War II, which was 40 years after. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, yeah, completely technologically different. And so they would still, like, line soldiers up and, like, have them march, and then they all got mowed down by machine guns. They're like, okay, we need we need to switch yeah. up our yeah. approaches here. We need to fucking... Yeah, there's no kill bots who reach a kill limit here. <laughs> they yeah. kind of just keep going. And so the guy in charge keeps sending soldiers to get shot and killed. And Emil just can't take it anymore and hits him over the head with a shovel. His trusty shovel. He's had it all yeah. game. And he accidentally kills him. Oh. And then it tells a story that there was mutiny up and down the line. and Because, mm-hmm. I mean, people just don't want to rush their death for no reason. Yep. And he gets jailed and with so the rebels. They, all the rebels and Emil get jailed for, I guess, mutiny. 
Yep. So is he like I I kind of took it as they kind they didn't just pin it on him, but like that act was the thing that started everything. So they're like, all right, well, this all this. I don't know fault. if it started everything or if it was just more of a. It was more of a the murder what got him. Yeah, but I also think that it was a side wide thing where everybody everybody kind of felt and just got to a breaking point around yeah. the same time. Everyone was like, oh, "Fuck yeah. this shit!" But yes, he he did kill the guy, so I guess it's murder, even though he didn't want to. Hmm. It was still accidental. All right, manslaughter. Yeah. So he's he's in jail now. And then it cuts back to Anna and Puppers dragging Carl out of the gas and the the wife and the kid. And then it's a happy reunion between Carl and Anna and Victor. Oh, uh, they're all in the hospital getting better. all reunited. They're all happy. Well, surely this is going to be a happy ending, right? Everyone's together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is. This is yeah. There's only a few more people who have to get together. And then it's all happy. Carl's family's family. Oh. Great, great. Well, tell us about it because everything seems like it's going to be great. Yeah. So a couple, it's a, a couple weeks later, and Marie gets a letter and she opens it up and it's a meal telling the story of what happened, of how he accidentally killed his superior. I can't think of a better yeah, word. I don't know what these superior officer or yeah. yeah, something like that. And uh, if you played the game, this is a, not a fun part to play because you're just a meal and you're walking slowly in chains towards the thing, and he's telling the last letter of what's going to happen and that. Uh, He's going to die by a firing squad now. Oh. Dude, this I vividly remember playing this. Yes, and I'm like and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, because you, you can only move one like real slow walk towards the thing as it reads the letter. Uh, uh, yeah. It's pretty heartbreaking. And, oh, it was brutal. And then everyone's like saluting, yeah. and it's just like, no way are they actually gonna do it. Like something's gonna happen. Yeah, because all like, the soldiers respect him for what he did. Yeah, all the soldiers are like, fuck you, you shouldn't be killing this dude. Well, they didn't say it. Yeah. So he eventually walks to the thing, and then it kind of cuts to black, and you hear the gunfire. Then there's a little narrator over thing about talking about the war, and it shows Carl, Victor, and Marie, and the pupper, all at the Emile's grave in France. And it's a sad story, and blah, blah, blah. It goes on from there. So Emile gets shot by his own people. Firing squad death. Yeah. And his family's all together mourning his death. And we never find out what happened with Freddie. No, it kind of he continues in the war, and the United States finally gets in. They show a little bit of it, but no, yeah, that's right. I consider this the end of the game when they're at my meals. Oh, yeah, that was it. That was tough. Mm-hmm. That's a t- that's a it was a tough game to play. I'm really honestly, I'm super glad I did play it. It's a good game. Yeah. Everybody should play it. I wish I would have played it. Can't because now. it doesn't it doesn't like gloss. It doesn't show everything of World War One and how brutal it was, but. It doesn't really gloss over any of it either, no, you know? it lets you know how fucked up it was. Yeah. I think it was very respectful. Like, it wasn't a cartoon. It wasn't making fun. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, this is what happened, and you get to play as a pupper yeah, sometimes. It was not fun for it. <laughs> everybody involved. <laughs> no, absolutely not. At least the pupper lived. I mean, that's the... It's a sad story, but the pupper's still alive. I just hope Freddie made it out. <laughs> <laughs> He was my favorite. Yeah. That's it. That's the game. Should we go into uh, final thoughts? We did it. It's not a bummer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea there, uh, Sir Chumpslap. Let's get into final thoughts. Yeah. Boom. Let's see. I'm taking over. I'm making Scotchy say what he thinks. Yeah. First. Scotchy Ooh, and I played it. It's been a minute. Chumpslap <laughs> did not. So. No, of course I did. I'm not a gamer nerd. <laughs> <laughs> of course of course but uh i just am i supposed to answer some questions i don't remember how this goes. oh yeah yeah uh how about uh 
Would you play it again? Okay. How'd that story sit with your gut? And out of 27 stars, how many would you give it? Okay, well, would I play it again? I just... I'm going to say no, but that's only because it's fucking brutal. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I know what happened. I played it, and... I, I don't want to play through the game again just to see that ending again because it's tough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I mean, the story itself, did it do it for me? I mean, it was amazing. Like, it was great. It was respectful. It was terrifying. It didn't, it kind of took the gore out of everything, which was there a lot in World War One, And,. It just told it all in a really great way. It united all these people. Was it a little bit far-fetched? Yeah, obviously it was a little bit far-fetched because there's this huge, massive war with every country involved by the end of it, and these same four people kept running into each other. Yeah, it's pretty wild. (laughs) But you know what? I'm going to let that slide. I mean, there's plenty of crazy war stories of people making connections that shouldn't have happened, so fucking why not? There's a Red Cross dog that's awesome. I like that about it. Uh, (laughs) It told the historical stuff like it was great it was really great and i i think if you haven't if you're just hearing this story go play it it's not doing it justice like go see it unfold in front of you uh or fucking read about world war one or i guess canadian freedom like read about anything just (laughs) educate yourself get get yourself learned yeah learn about world war one it was fucking rough and hopefully we won't do it again (laughs) so score i mean I got to go high. This might be one of my highest of the year. Honestly, like if I'm looking at my scores from this year, I, I've had 116, which was Uncharted 2, which, you know, great game. Yeah. But if we're talking just story, not entire package, this is better. And I'm going to give it a 19. Damn. Which is high, but I, it's just a cartoon version of World War One properly made me care about everyone but yet also made me know the stakes of the situation and it was just done extremely well yeah fair enough Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm going with i'm going with the 19 so now it's your time sir chomp slap balls in your court now and i'm gonna ask you some some pretty serious questions here (laughs) (laughs) all right bring it on how much you bench did the story work for you? What score would you give it out of 27 stars? Would you play it? What the fuck's a bench? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, I probably, I'd play it. I mean, I like puzzler games, and apparently it's a puzzler with a good-ass story, so. I'll give it a go one of these days, maybe. Probably not, but I would. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. Story work for me. I thought the story was great. It, I actually gave a shit about these characters, which is <laughs> strange because that, that never happens. No, one, of, one of the reasons I picked it is because I was sick of people I didn't care about. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like with Scarface, I was sitting there, when is this going to be over? And with this, I'm just sitting, like, and I played it before. I knew what happened. Yeah. And I'm still sitting there, like, no, maybe this time Emil won't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a different ending. <laughs> yeah, maybe I maybe I played a different cut. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was good. It told a story apparently pretty close to real life as they can get. And apparently this 
Great War was pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> a lot of people died. A lot of shit happened. And it was emotional along the way. So, I mean, that dog is cool, too. <laughs> I like Walt. The, yeah. Is that his name? Walt? Yeah. Walt. I liked how they didn't, like, the characters didn't talk. They just made noises, pretty much. And the animation style was cool. I like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go pretty high myself here. I'm gonna give it a whopping quarters mostly, huh? <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. That's also your highest score of 2021. Is it? By a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot. You gave Uncharted two fifteen. So I guess it's okay. not a lot. But other than that, you gave Deus Ex 14. And then from there, you're 10 or 10 down. Kind yeah. Of. Well, most of those games sucked. <laughs> so. That's true. It's been a down year. Been a down year. Nice. Let's get to the star of the show, Dr. Scientist. Mm-hmm. Would you play this game again? AKA, did the story make you want to play this game again? Did the story work for you? And what score do you think you'd give it out of 27 stars? I'd probably play this again. If it was free and had a different trophy thing on play as PS4. Right. Like if I got the trophies again, but I don't know if I play it again just for fun. Cause it's not fun uh-huh. in the end. <laughs> if you know what I mean, well, it seems fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is fun. It's a good game, but I mean, I do like the ending. You don't see that coming. Never really happens that much. No, it's good. The story worked for me. Uh, I really liked the story. I thought it was good. It's weird to care about all the characters. Even Anna, who's only really briefly in it, and plays a big part, though. Yeah, you care about her and her dad more than I cared about anybody in the last five weeks. You've done. <laughs> you, you're telling me you didn't care about the people in Time Shift? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even remember what that game was about. Right? I now. can't. I can't, I, I can't remember any of their characters. No. <laughs> but uh, it's heartwarming for a second, then it rips your heart right out at the end when Emil dies, and eh, he was old. Well, it's not the reason to die. like fucking 40. <laughs> yeah. In 1912, 17 or whatever. 1918, 17. We, we also yeah, discussed like... someone living to 120 earlier in the episode. but yeah, That's a fluke. <laughs> anyway. It's a fluke. <laughs> Criminy. But yeah, you care about all the characters. It's got an awesome puppy who doesn't get hurt, which is always a plus in any game. Mm-hmm. He does get caught up in barbed wire for a little bit. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, no animals are hurt. No. Uh, I'm also going to have to go pretty high on a score. Maybe higher than you guys. Oh. Just trying to compare it to other games we've done. Does it deserve the highest score I've ever given something? That's pretty high, though. I think it's pretty up there. It's actually a story. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think, if I'm looking at these scores correctly, you've only gone over 23 times. Four, apparently. Uh, well, maybe three. Four? It could be four. Maybe. Whatever. I did a very quick look as I was scrolling up and down. A cursory, yeah. cursory, cursory At least three times. At least three, you got over yes. 20. No more than four, though. Mm-hmm. Correct. Uh, do I want to give it the highest score? I mean, it, is, it might be the best story we've done. All right. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. Oh. I'll give it 25 stars. 25? 25! Damn! Holy jeez. You're not going to get much of a better story overall. And even though it's made by Ubisoft, it's sort of indie, which is That's 60, darling to my heart. 61 at my quick 
math, right? I mean, I just had to give it the highest <laughs> score, so I had to put it above the highest score I had before. Actually, it's more than that, 63. I don't know. I forgot what you guys said. Wait, no, it is 61. 61. Are we sure? You have the scores in front of you. Bob. 17, 19, <laughs> 25. Yes. 17, 19, 25 is 61. Yes, correct. So, man, that's got to be the highest score we've ever given anything. I don't think anything has beaten that. It'll be close. Yeah, it might be close. Ooh, no, I lied. Two, three games have beaten that. Which but one? that was season one. We were still getting our feet under us. Yeah, you know? we didn't know shit about Which dick. one's beat it? Bioshock, probably. Dark probably Side Bioshock. Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2. Yeah, that's two of the three. What's the other one? Uh, Dead Space. God damn, you're good. I was going to say Kane Lynch, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave that two. There's no way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. But it's up there in those games. At least as good as those. Yeah, as far as story goes, yeah. it's fucking banging. Yeah, because obviously we're not talking about the game itself. We're talking about the quality of the story. That's yes, what this podcast yes, is all yes. about. And they had this in spades. It's for true. Like, this is clearly the highest score we've given any game this year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The next lowest one behind the 61 we just gave Valiant Hearts is Assassin's Creed 2, which we gave 45. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. And then below that, the next highest is Uncharted 2, which we gave 41. Yeah. And then there's probably a bunch of 20s. It's about 50% better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're, we're not wrong. We had this down to a science. Now. Some crazy shit would have to happen before the end of the year for this not to be in the top five. It's true. But, uh, Ooh, it's not looking good for next week. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. But uh, if we got nothing else to say about it. Now just play it yourself. Yeah, just play it. Read about, like, read. Do something. Get out there. Make some of yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. And that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Scientist Classic Wrestling Finisher Lock of the Week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. From on top of their cage. Snap bone. <laughs> Snap to a slim jam. <laughs> Every week. We ask Dr. Scientist for a 100% guaranteed classic wrestling finisher of the week that you probably don't want to use in a street fight. Definitely not this one either. Oh, we got a good one coming up. So this week, Dr. Scientist, what do we got? Well, we got the wrestling move of Drax from his previous life. Who the fuck's Drax? Drax the Destroyer from the Marvel movies. It's played by Dave Batista. Oh. Who used to be okay. a WWE wrestler. And one of his finishing moves was the Batista Bomb. Batista Bomb. The Sounds Batista Bomb. I didn't even know he was a wrestler. Really? I had no idea. Yes, he was. Well, tell us about it. What's this move like? Just a sit-out power bomb, which I will explain to you as oh, described in the Pro Wrestling Wiki. I mean, I obviously know what Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. you should. For the Some of the people who don't, yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Of course, of course, of course. It's basically you put your opponent in a standing neck scissors, which means their heads between your legs. Mm-hmm. Then you lift up, lift the person up, and put them on your shoulders, and then throw them down like a power bomb. It's just a power bomb. Yep, but you sit as you do it, like what? you drop. Oh, you drop them. You to put a sitting the, position basically between your legs when you're you sit. Yeah, you pick them up and then you drop down with them and hold them. Oh, to like pin them. Yeah, okay. you can do that. All right. That sounds like a power bomb. It's a power bomb, yeah. We sit out. <laughs> power bomb with a twist. Yep, a little twist. Which any type of power bomb would probably hurt somebody in a street fight. Yeah, you can't do that in a street fight. No. I'm gonna put no, my absolutely. You'd probably hurt your ass too. Which Doing you don't that want, one? Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to do that to yourself when you're in a street fight. Wear padded pants. Yeah, the something. last thing you need is a broken tailbone. With a dead guy between your legs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
the uh, the ground doesn't bounce up like those wrestling mats. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. The, the Batista, Batista bomb. bomb. That's right. your Dr. Scientist classic wrestling finisher. Anyway, let's move on to our favorite segment of every week, which is Sir Chomp Slaps. Would you rather? What? Huh? We got to come up with something new for this. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Yours half over. <laughs> Every week, we ask Sir Chomp Slap a would you rather question, and he has to answer it, explain uh, himself, just in general. So this week, Sir Chomp Slap, boy, do we have a thinker for you. All right. I uh, got my hands on a party game, which will rename, remain nameless because they're not paying us. Yeah, so, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, all those other people we mentioned are paying us, so yes. that'll show them. We're going to show them with the Slim Jim money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sir Chompslap, would you rather spend the rest of your life blind no. or inside a TGI Fridays? Inside a TGI Fridays. That doesn't even fucking... How's that even a challenge? You can't leave the I TGI can Fridays. and I can eat. You, you can do that blind, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, but they have TVs and stuff. I can have a PlayStation or something. I can still go on the That's internet. That's true. Do you think they would accommodate you if, like, I'm stuck here. I can't leave. Yeah, what are well, they just do? bring kick your PlayStation me. in. They're going to kick me out, and it's not going to happen. It's like that. Like the airport? Like Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> throw me out. I'm going to be in some sandworms and I'm going to come right back in that door. I mean, at some point, they're just going to be like, you know, we don't give a fuck if you get eaten by sandworms. Yeah. You Man, smell you bad stink, because you've been yeah. taking showers in a sink for the last two years. Well, I can't leave. I know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wonder if they, they, all right, you can't leave. Just be a cook for us now. No. You stay here for free. Yeah. Because I can't leave. <laughs> Try to make me leave. <laughs> I'm tired of this food. I'm getting Pizza Hut delivered. (laughs) But think about how much you enjoy your chump slap time right now. I do enjoy my time. He means masturbating time. I know what he meant. (laughs) (laughs) So now every day, every day, seven days a week from 10 a.m. or whenever the fuck they open. I don't even know if they're doing breakfast over there. 10 a.m. till 2 a.m. There is nothing but people around you. It does suck, but it's better than being fucking blind. He is right. I think so. Although there's not much difference. <laughs> you can't drive either so. way. True. That's true. So you're going with the Applebee's. You're, you're living in Applebee's. I'd have to. Mi- nothing but microwave steaks and jalapeno poppers. I don't want to give up my eyesight, no matter what you, whatever the other option is, unless it's being deaf. But I don't know if I'd do that. I don't know which one i take. Did we have that question? Would you rather be blind or deaf? Well, it's no. too late. It's too close to this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right, Being stuck in a TGF Fridays is pretty bad. That's like hell. <laughs> but at least I can see. <laughs> Would you rather be in hell and see or be in yeah. uh, Earth and not right? see? <laughs> All right. Well, let's say uh, somebody had some survival tips that they could send us about how to survive living entirely at Applebee's. Where would they send that email to, Sir Chomp Slap? Send that to plottytime at gmail.com, and I will read and respond to all of you. Perfect. And if they had to get to us faster on the socials with a way you can fall asleep somewhere by hiding in Applebee's, <laughs> where would they do that, Dr. Scientist? At Plotty Time on Instagram, Twitter, and Viber Messenger. Perfect. And you can also head over to YouTube, like and subscribe there. Really helps us out. Go to plottytime.com for the store to buy some Plotty Time shit. And uh, pay attention, because uh, sometime in September, we might be releasing some special episodes. Uh, it might be a little... 
Back to school special coming out. Yeah, it might have to do with video game movies called Mortal Kombat's. Or backpacks and trapper keepers. Or trapper keepers, we don't know. One of the two. <laughs> they they all have to do with Mortal Kombat, though. <laughs> Stay tuned. Plenty of times always dropping new shit. But anyway, thanks for coming. I was gonna say we love you. <laughs> don't trust Dr. Scientist. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. Plenty of times always dropping deuces. <laughs> <laughs>